This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Anything else, boys? Uh, that sounds, I mean, you had me at Snucker Snooker. <laughs> you had me at Smucker Smookers. Wait. <laughs> By throwing beads at the aquarium, don't expect anything <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to come of that. <laughs> Just enjoy depositing your beads and leave it alone. <laughs> Show us your buoys. Yeah, that's, that's what's not going to happen at the aquarium unless you're talking to some of the penguins or birds Woo-hoo. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Not joining that woohoo. Welcome, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the Brewmasters Club podcast, Craft Brews and Geek News. We're talking about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who could speak to these wild topics and more? Mr. Lausman, I'm a regular guest. How are you? A co-host, I mean, of the show. Always here with me to celebrate this beautiful, most fantastical podcast. How are you? I'm fantastic. Calling yet again and from a closet. So yeah, well, One day I'll get out of that closet and we'll it's- be here to support you because... It's me, you, and Raga. Hey, boy I'm three. back on the podcast in a triumphant return, ready to rock and roll. Is it triumphant? We'll see piece. how triumphant it is. Okay. Well, that's good. Confidence is, is everything. A little how too are much. you, buddy? Was I a little too confident? No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, no, you're, hey, I'm just happy to be back, but I've misplaced something. i got to find it. <laughs> is it a beer? Is it your beer? <laughs> it could be my beer. You don't seem is very confident butt? about it. Whatever it is. <laughs> oh, no, I found it. Is it a cat? If it was a snake, it would have beat you. I found my beer. <laughs> so it was a beer. They, okay. they, they, the cat stole my beer. Yep, been yep, there, but That sounds about right. All right. Well, uh, boys, how you been? How, how are things? How's the, you know, how we're doing? It's almost February. Can you How's 2020? That? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Off to a rolling start. Absolutely. Yep, life, like, life is great here. Rolling the start, all right. It's a dumpster fire on week. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's. I'm just. I'm on my grumpy week, which happens every six weeks. So <laughs> oh. Flo came to visit you, didn't she? Real hard. <laughs> mm. That's the funny thing. Mm. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Mm. Um, but Laos, on a on a on a more positive note. Uh, the joinery. You did tell me about that today, or you started to tell me about that today. And then Ryan, we'll get back to you and your new endeavors with um, some audio, you know, yeah. upcomings. But Lostman, the joinery. Talk to talk to us about it. The joinery, yay! So um, Lakeland is going through. Uh, Lakeland, Florida is going through a crazy little. Uh, I don't know. Millennial up, phase. Upswing, I guess you could say, of like a bunch of stuffs opening and getting re- renovated and all sorts of cool stuff. So. What used to be the Lakeland Brewing Company, single tier, missy guys, uh, is now the joinery. They've been working on it for the past year. Um, they bought out the building. They retained, like, I want to say at least half of the brewing equipment. And so they still brew beer on site, which is awesome. Um, but I think they're just, like, not distributing it at all. Um, but what they did is they basically built a miniature 
armature works, which is really, really uh, cool. I think that's kind of the, so, the, the sweeping craze right now is like a big yeah, building a, with little tiny hall. shops and stalls and things like that all under one roof. So you can go there. It's like a food yeah. court, to your point. Um, but food, you, They're called food halls. It's a food hall. A food hall. That is correct. Yeah. But this one's got beer and wine, which is awesome. So yeah. I'm um, on their website right now, and you can hardly even tell like what the heck they're doing. But um, if you Google, like if you start typing Lakeland, the joinery comes up first. <laughs> yep, because um, I tried to get a beer list and was unable to. So I went to their soft opening, and they're not even open. Actually, if you look on Google, it says they're open in January, which yeah. is not helpful. But that's fine. Again, the joint was jumping. It was super packed. So we went in there. Took a look around. Every little stall is actually a one of those tiny little containers from like a, a tractor trailer, but like the the real little one, probably twenty feet long max. Each little stall is, and they're kind of set, you know, set about like um, I don't know. It kind of looks like a game of Tetris or something like that. They're kind of just like they have an open area, and you can just see all these little containers. And really, really cool. Right next to the train track, fire pit out back, seating everywhere. Pretty neat. Pool in the back. So, Grab pulling back, but no, it's, it's it's free house. Yeah, it's it's actually uh, pretty solid. I'm I'm real excited to actually be able to go there, and uh, yeah, I would look forward to it for anybody in the local area, or anybody willing to make the drive. So we got that, we got our green wise, we got all sorts of stuff popping up. Yeah, I think it's cool, man. And I think that, like you said, those food halls are are kind of something that is definitely like sweeping the millennial nation right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Absolutely. One of them yeah. is a flower boutique. I'm like, how is this even going to work? <laughs> I, yeah, how, get, how is that going Get to work? hammered by some daffodils. You guys got any roses? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, <laughs> and they always have like a ramen place and a oh, yeah. beer place and a sushi place and a sushi burrito place or whatever, sushi burritos. They do. Yeah, sushi burrito. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it does sound good, but they always have them at those places. Sushi anyways, burritos. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Yeah, so we got to, once once that place is fully, yeah, their website says they're open 120, so they literally just opened yesterday, I guess, or they just posted their hours as open yesterday, so that's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so whenever you do get a chance, check it out, because I look forward to a, uh, a follow-up on that bad boy. Absolutely. Yeah. Ryan, what have you been up to? You said you uh, you sent me something today. What are we talking about, bud? I did, yeah. So um, just want to say they opened on my daughter's sixth birthday, so kudos to them for picking the right day. Um, but no, I, I Donnie, I reached out to you this morning. It's been on my the heart. It's been on my mind to really venture into this podcast world. I think um, you know, doing this with you guys for the last few years has been really amazing. It's opened my eyes to new experiences, learning how to brew, getting out into the brewing community and, and, and everything that we do and, and all the different uh, benefits that we've been a part of. So it's been really, really cool. And it's really been on my mind lately to not obviously going nowhere from this cast, but to have a little small segment of my own um, with things that are on my heart and I feel like reach a, a completely new audience that might also really in love craft beer and, and, and geek news like we do. And um, it's called, uh, so it's a new segment. I reached out to you, like I said today, and it's a new segment called The Strength Perspective. And if I can kind of go into that a little bit uh, deeper, we all have our strengths in life. We all have our perspective in life. And I want to explore those strengths. I want to explore those perspectives. But I also want to explore the weaknesses that are within us as well. 
and tie those into our strengths and into our perspective. So I want to kind of go full spectrum, philosophy, different morals, different values, different things in life that uh, might be of a benefit to at least one person in the world. And if I can reach one person, then it's all for everything. So I just recorded the first episode. I sent it over to Donnie. It's only about 11 minutes long. And I think the message is very clear, um, you know, and and, and, and I, I'm really proud of how the episode uh, kind of came out. I was listening to it before you guys got on the podcast. And so I hope you guys enjoy that. And I hope to hear some feedback. And maybe somebody out there is really going through something in life and they, they, they need words of encouragement, but also affirmation of where they're at and, and what they've been through. And that's really where I hope to, to connect with more people. I definitely encourage anybody that wants to create, you know, to create something and explore their own creativity. That's like you said, Ryan, what got me interested in doing this show and all the experiences that I've gotten to indulge in. So, yeah, I'm all about it. Absolutely. And um, we'll see where it goes. You know, I got a lot to talk about. (laughs) All right. I like it. Mr. Lossman, I was expecting a witty comment from you. No, I let I, me down. No, uh, I think it's pretty <laughs> cool, man. I mean, I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to tune in. And um, I don't usually have a whole lot of words of encouragement. <laughs> usually I have a whole lot of profane <laughs> words in my line of work. <laughs> like, oh, damn it. It sounds leaking again. Yeah, so, so it's nice. It's refreshing. I like well, it. Well, I, I find encouragement in profanity. So You should come work with me then. Okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All if right. at least, can I go to the cafeteria? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? All right. I love sushi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So we always start off every show with our favorite little segment called What Are You Drinking? What Are You Going to Drink? Um, boys, did anybody bring anything interesting? Because I certainly did not bring something unique. <laughs> I brought something that um, we talked about before. And I've had before, but I want to recognize Smile it. and your help, good demeanor. What? Good demeanor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll help a little bit. So I brought um, something, again, it's been on the show a few times now, but I brought the Fargo Brewing Company Wood Chipper uh, IPA. Relevant. Relevant. So the reason I brought that is, again, we talked about this a while back, but I'm just very proud of them and I like to support them because um, Fargo Brewing Company actually went through we talked about it again a, long, a while back but um they went through and they um they put pictures on all of their cans of beer and it's pictures of dogs and cats needing new forever homes on in the shelter the local shelters up there in fargo awesome. and they're like like current pictures it's like there's a ton of pictures of dogs and cats on all these cans and they're trying to reach out to people so they're all very cute it's a good cause no, it's it's that's fantastic, and yeah, that's actually in the article that we're going to cover here before we leave our craft beer section. Uh, it's one of the coolest things that craft brews did in uh, 2019. So we'll take a look back at that, but um, but cool, yeah. So I brought just Brian before you go. I brought uh, my favorite, and well, it probably is my favorite, one of my favorites of all time. I know it wasn't my favorite of 2019, which we had talked about last episode, Ryan. So if you've got one, sneak it in. Mm-hmm. But I've got the highlight. It's just my old staple. It's my favorite, um, drinkable, easy. It's not overly expensive, um, and it's just one of my favorite IPAs. So, um, yeah, don't have to say much about it that I haven't said before besides subtle uh, sweetness to it. It's not overly hoppy, but it's very drinkable. It's got a high alcohol rating, and, man, it's just a good beer. Plus, 
Um, gotta gotta stay Tampa. Gotta stay local. Super local. Opposite of what Laos did because oh. Gasparilla is like this weekend. So um, it's actually not. I think it's the child. The children's parade is this weekend. Nope. That's a real rager. Nope. That was last <laughs> next weekend. one. That was last weekend. Oh, was it? So it is this weekend then. Gasparilla is this weekend. All right. So there you go. See Tampa. Tampa focused. Tampa on my mind. But that's what I got today. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Nice. Right. Well, I just want to be. Well, before I share what I brought, I do want to give a shout out to Tampa Bay Brew Co. They just brewed a uh, New England IPA that's called the Thunder Bear. I had it a few days ago. Absolutely loved it. And um, unfortunately, it's all gone where where I went uh, at, at our favorite place, Brew Growler Fill Station. So shout out to them. But what I did bring to the table, and I again, I haven't been on an episode for a while, so maybe this is at least the first throwback of the year to our unofficial sponsor. <laughs> oh yeah. Sierra Nevada torpedo. I picked up one of these tonight for the cast. I had to, I wanted to get back to my basic roots and shit. And, uh, this is, this is one of my, uh, staple IPAs that I love to go to as often as I can. Um, comes in at what? 7.5% or something like that. So, or maybe 7.8, 7.7. 7. I can't, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's like 7.7. 7, so it's just, it's, it's a little there. bit higher than the high life. Yeah, yeah, it's a little lower than a, than a, than a Imperial IPA, but it's just such a solid IPA and they always do such a great job. So I brought that just for the cast to share with you boys tonight as my welcome back gift. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. So welcome I could have brought back, bourbon, but uh, I didn't think that was appropriate at this point. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I got work tomorrow. I, I do have one I want to put on everyone's radar. Okay. Uh, just real quick. Sorry to interrupt again. Uh, my buddy picked this up. Uh, my buddy Katad. Uh, to all you Katads out there. It is the Hop Avenger. <laughs> I only know one, and you know him. Well, yeah. But the Hop <laughs> Avenger IPA by New Belgium. Hop Avenger by New Bel- Belgium. I don't. What does it look like? Do you have the can or no? I have a picture of a picture. No, he's like yeah, a superhero. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. the Hop Avenger IPA. Um, I've been promised one of these by my buddy, so he's going to hook that up tomorrow. Awesome, just awesome. Very nice of him. Again, thanks, Katad. <laughs> thanks, Katad. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. All right. Well, we've got to we've got to kind of rifle through because we're we're already short on time a bit. Um, and you've my you've fault. talked about the joinery. It's okay. You've talked about the joinery. You've talked about what's been going on so far in 2020. But if you look, take a look back, and we can hit this pretty pretty quickly. Laos, this is the article that we had uh, a couple weeks ago, or I, I came across, and it basically was just recapping all of the fun and interesting like marketing and things that not marketing per se, but like you could say promotions that craft beer has has done. Um, and it's not even a craft beer promotion because a lot of these things are like sales for charity or like the pints for pups, like that, that kind of initiative that Fargo Brewing did where most of it is like raising charity funds. So, um, organizations like beer for good, this, uh, you know, one for dogs for the cans that Fargo sells a couple other things, uh, that moved along, but I just wanted to flip through some of this list, see if anything caught your guys' attention. Um, did you guys get a chance to check it out? I'm now thinking that I read the wrong week's notes. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> but do you want me to re- You were on them. You're on them right now. Like you're, I can see your icon. Oh, 
My icon showing. My bad. Let me zip this up. Real <laughs> well, quick. Ryan is on. That's yeah, me. Ryan's on him. You were on him last week. I, I thought we were here. <laughs> okay, so just just briefly, I if you guys click that link, I'll I'll go through a couple that I liked. We had the dog one for Laos Man Fargo. That was cool. But again, we we talked about how these, um, you know, wonder dogs where each can has a different dog on it, and they're they're basically you know finding their forever homes from Fargo. That's great. I thought it was interesting that Michigan made a Michigan only brewery seal that now goes alongside the Brewers Association Independent Craft Certified Seal. What? Does anybody think this is getting a little redundant, like a little bit complex now? In just yeah. in just Michigan or all the so beers? So if it's a Michigan-only beer, so if it's brewed in Michigan, and one of the Michigan's one of the fastest growing brewery states in the in the United States, but there's if it's a Michigan-only beer, um, is brewed in beer, brewed in beer, brewed in Michigan for distribution in the state of Michigan, and that's how they designate this new seal. Huh. Can't can't they just so, put the words brewed in Michigan on it? Uh, they do. Oh, those are in there. But it's brewed in Michigan only for sale in Michigan. So Oh, so now we're getting territorial, guys. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I thought the independent craft logo was a bit much to compromise for a small brewery, but I guess Michigan wants to double it. So hmm. that's it. Well, hey, maybe there's a merit to it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you you never know. I mean, like like they're they're proud of their state, and so go for it. I don't yeah. know. All right. Well, the next one that I really liked was uh, Cleveland Platform Brewing. Cleveland, I guess it's called Cleveland Platform, but they're putting a Willy Wonka sticker in their in their six packs. <laughs> it's basically a golden ticket. <laughs> don't don't and accept cool. that golden ticket, <laughs> especially if it that's brings cool. you to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. 20 stickers can be found on under the caps of the cans of the 12-pack holders for its caramelicious milk stout. Now, what does it get you? I'm not 100% sure. Hopefully not a trip to Cleveland. Now, that's a little <laughs> bit more incentivized. Mm. <laughs> Gotta get the golden ticket. Does it get you a trip to the Super Bowl? Mm, doubt it. So, 20, yeah, it, it does not. No, what happens <laughs> it is... It does not. If you, if you find the Sorry, sticker... Cleveland. If you find the sticker, you got to post a photo on Facebook, and then you have to, um, and then twenty winners and one guest each will be invited to the production facility in February eighth, twenty twenty, for a beer lover lovers experience. Oh my god! Yes, and I'm just wondering if they're going to <laughs> to do a shot by shot recreation of Willy Wonka. Can... The, the head brewer, go ahead, lost. I can guarantee you that's not the case. And uh, is it so? This this brewery is located in Cleveland. Is that yes? Okay, so just FYI, on like um, Frontier right now, I think it's like thirty dollars round trip to go to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not it's not very expensive at all. So what if yeah. somebody's out drunk at a party and opens up the top of that can or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, what's this? And then just throws it away. Like, I just feel... I just love it, though. I really... I want the, the head bird to come out and do a tumble roll where it looks yeah. like he fell down, and then he gets this flip back up and surprise everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to fall and down then you get to go in. I've done it. <laughs> you get to go in the, the big fermenters and lick the walls. Oh, <laughs> like, I yeah. just want it. I just want to see that. 
but I don't think that's how it works. Also, Platform Brewing Company was a uh, platform beer company was recently like like summer of 2019 acquired by Anheuser Busch. So I don't know. This seems like a crazy get rich quick scheme, but I like it. I just like it because it's fun, and Willy Wonka is fun. So whatever. Willy Wonka is fun. Yeah. To your yeah. point, Ryan, on Family Guy, they did that same thing with the whatever beer that they have on Family Guy, and he literally drinks the sticker by accident. He drinks the golden ticket and he goes, <laughs> oh, God, he goes, this this beer tastes horrible. And then he barfs it up and goes, oh, and like, and that's when the, the flute music kicks in. He goes, he's looking at his own pile of barf, and he goes, <laughs> it goes, and he goes, oh, and, he goes, and they go, run home, Peter. <laughs> and he grabs it out of his own vomit and runs home with it. <laughs> Somebody's going to send that picture in. Somebody's going to send that picture in. Oh, yeah. No, you can't. Oh, I don't want to drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, gross. Oh, gross. But You're still. Right yeah. Yeah. Well, also, what um, what I did like about this, about some of these things that they were calling out here, was our unofficial sponsor, Sierra Nevada. Their, their, um, their beer focused for nature or something like that, I think they call it. Beer for exploring is what they're labeling Sierra Nevada as. So that's cool. Um, just because I like it. It's 30-second spots, and they're just fun stuff like rain check and binge-watching and all this kind of stuff that uh, you can make fun of and, and enjoy their beer at. So I'm all about it. Talking about Sierra Nevada real quick, I did see the other day um, there was a post about the Resilience IPA that, if you remember, during the wildfires mm-hmm. in California mm-hmm. a few, few uh, what, two years now, maybe a year and a half, um, they're now brewing it again for australia oh that's great so shout out to them for just taking that initiative to help in some form or fashion to all the fires that are out there so don't help the fires don't no obviously you want to fight the fires fight the fight bring back smoky the beer that's right where where it's hashtag where's smoky <laughs> He's in Australia. I should make a is. I should make a smoked beer called Wear Smoky. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Wear Smoky. Do it. <laughs> All right. The last one. The last one. Um, meanwhile, brewing in Austin, Texas, is aiming a is aiming to open a, uh, a new facility that includes soccer field, music stage, and a hammock forest, which sounds amazing. So I love that. Um, I think that's cool. They call it an outdoor soccer snooker pool court. Do you know what a snook- soccer snooker is? I don't know what that the is. The fuck is a snooker uh, snooker? I think they have soccer those in aquariums sometimes. Or... No, <laughs> that's a different kind of fish. Never mind. Sno- soccer snooker. I can't say that ten times fast. I want to say snooker snooker. I don't think you can so say it one time. ball and soccer snooker pool. Snooker. It's, basically, it's basically soccer where you, you're on a giant pool table and the, the holes are big enough to fit a soccer ball. And so you like play soccer like that what soccer are you playing where there are holes it's like pool table but it's like pool soccer soccer balls that's cool okay well you got to clarify you can't just say snocker i didn't know what this was it sounded like you're playing soccer on the moon and those were crackers or something that would be a long game of soccer I'm on if Alibaba right now. On the moon. <laughs> I could buy my own snooker table for 300 bucks from China, so I might just do that. Uh, you might not want to do that from China right now. <laughs> <laughs> China, China, China. That's all I have to say. Anyways, all right. We do have to move along. Anything else, boys? Uh, that sounds... I mean, you had me at snooker, snooker. <laughs> you had me at smucker, smuckers. Wait. <laughs> so, okay. So, we, we started talking... <laughs> 
we started talking about Gasparilla, and I think that most of the people that listen to this podcast are not most, but I think a good portion of them probably know what what Gasparilla is. But if you don't, um, Gasparilla is essentially a pirate festival. It's the second or third, I know it's top five largest festivals in the nation, and it basically is where Tampa Bay gets taken over by pirates, um, as they never did historically. But it has been something that we've always um, celebrated in Tampa. Uh, for as long as I can remember, so it's really just a big drunk fest, but it is a lot of fun. And like we said earlier, this is uh, this weekend, and so I put in here a little bit of Gaspar's history. Did you guys read through this talking about the great pirate Gaspar that was actually uh, crowned for or celebrated for during Gasparilla each year in Tampa Bay? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he sounded like a pretty bad dude. He kidnapped a girl for ransom when he was twelve years old. <laughs> so I mean, that's. That's pretty bad. I mean, that was pretty stuff. normal back then, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, I have that. In 1756, that was normal? I don't know what was normal back then, to be honest with you. Yeah, if they no. weren't too busy texting back then. Wait. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, yeah, it, it, he's a pretty notorious dude, but he ended up crossing paths with King Charles III, um, put a big bounty on his head, and then got into a huge battle um, with the commandeered Flora Blanca, where... Uh, yeah, he got caught up with, and the uh, USS Grampus defeated him when he was in his late mid-60s, I guess mid-60s. And the way that he went out when the uh, U.S., I guess, Navy at the time, or Army possibly, <laughs> whoever it was, he took an anchor, tied around his waist, and jumped into the into Tampa Bay or into the into the ocean, essentially. So, oh, wow. Um, pretty serious stuff, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the short history of Gaspar, the... Uh, the pirate. So, hmm. Happy really, Gasparilla, everyone. Really weighs what? on you, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, that was a little heavy, Doc. Um, so fun. There's fact no floating about- this segment. Oh God, it took way too long. Yeah, fun I fact about, about it. Gasparilla <laughs> is um, my favorite part of it. Is not the parade. It is in fact the. Um, uh, the portion where all the the boats sort of funnel in, and they uh, yeah. they actually do like a firing of a cannon, and they do all sorts of stuff. And there's all these boats, the invasion itself, and tons of fun. But I always had a, uh, a just a terrible plan that uh, me not being a boat owner, a kayaker, um, I had the idea that one year I was going to paddle out. And then start inflating inflatable mattresses and tie them together and build an island of sorts just yeah. right on the <laughs> near the parade route. And then it took me a while to realize that there'd just be a bunch of drunk people driving boats around. And that's a horrible yeah, it's, idea. It's a really bad idea because only because I like the idea, but it's it's very busy out there. It's like oh, yeah. the fourth of July or something. So to make an inflatable raft island is a pretty bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Even in like calm waters when no one's around, but this would be a real bad idea with drinking involved and all sorts of things. So I stood it down, but rest assured, it it was something that crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably good that you shut it down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just a fun so fact. So if if I can, I want to find this uh this article very quickly. Because there was a friend of mine that shared it, and um, hold on, I'm going to find it. So 
obviously at Gasparilla, the invasion, it's all fun stuff, but um, there is a way to take all of your uh, beads that you acquire, however you acquire them. them is completely up to you as an individual um some do more than others at, the, at that parade as as in uh you know <laughs> oh, other yeah. places of the world with beads but you can actually take your beads and turn them into the florida aquarium and get a free pass for the day so i yeah, thought that that was cool. that was pretty cool nice that's awesome. very cool uh, a buddy of the uh, friend of the show, Jut, um, he used to do the scuba diving along Bayshore, and uh, they would pick up beads that fell into the water, um, and then they would, you know, dispose of them properly. So that was kind of nice. cool. They would go by the day after, or the week after, I suppose, and um, and just pick them up and just scuba dive all up and down Bayshore. Kind of neat. Nice. Yeah, it's their way of helping out, but so yeah. If you also, I'm just reading an article too. So yeah, you can. They can actually take them to a bunch of bead collection sites. Copeland Park, um, the Kate Jackson Community Center, Loretta Ingram Recreational Complex, McDonald Training Center, and Port of Tampa Community Center um, on the 22nd and beyond and after to uh, recycle them there so they can be used again. So that's cool, too. But, yeah, Absolutely. definitely not not something you just, like, I, I hate that, that they get thrown around and just get turned into trash and lined up in the bay. That's awful. Yeah, I've, I, I can't tell you. I, I had um, a bunch of a bunch of beads in my, like, side dresser for years. and I just, I just Side dresser, away. like alongside your bed? Uh, yeah. Perfect. Like a nightstand type <laughs> One can call it a table at the end of the bed. <laughs> yes. One oh, can. So, at least to know that I could turn them in. I don't know what the requirement is, uh, you know, how many you turn in. If it's just one, you, can't, you probably just can't turn in one and then go, like, all year. But, you know, I thought that was pretty neat to you know, just make sure that you don't leave your beads and, and have them harm the environment. I thought that was pretty cool. Very cool. All right. Anything else, boys? Not Let's- on that. I would say also don't expect anything by throwing beads at the aquarium. Don't expect anything yeah. <laughs> to come of that. <laughs> Just enjoy depositing your beads and leave it alone. <laughs> Show us your buoys. Yeah, that's, that's what's not going to happen at the aquarium unless you're talking to some of the penguins or birds woo-hoo. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Not joining that woohoo. Not at the aquarium. Uh, okay. Good. All right, all right. We've got to keep going, G-Buzz. <laughs> so, all right. Well, if that's it with beer news and Gasparilla news, then we can move right on to our geek news section, and we're going to get through some quick hits here. Um, did anybody listen to uh, This Week in Geek that's been posted already? I talked to Joe about it. I um, just um, uh, I, I didn't click play yet, unfortunately. Yeah, but he Joe's did the best, share man. a little yeah. bit of insight of, of some things that he covered and it was pretty cool. Yeah. He's really hitting some good points here, but, um, he, he touched on it as well. Cyberpunk was delayed. I was really looking forward to that game that cyberpunk 2077 is coming out for PS4. I think PS, uh, PC and Xbox as well. But, um, I was looking forward to it because cyber cyberpunk 2077 is made by the folks who made the witcher 3 which as you guys all well know is one of my favorite games of all time so um if they can make a game that's just as good as the witcher 
in 2020, it's probably a pretty good game. So okay. I like it. Have you guys seen any of the previews or any of the trailers for it? Um, I saw like the original, like the E3. Yeah, with that, that, that weird guy talking over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw all that. Uh, that was cool. I, I I don't know if I'm as pumped as you are, but uh, I like the soundtrack. I, yeah, the soundtrack is sick. I think it looks a little bit too much like GTA. That I'm not gonna like it. Mm. Well, I mean, there's that. Do they have a, an anti gravity code. That would be cool. I mean, they probably will. Yeah, they probably <laughs> will. Yeah. The only way I know how to play GTA. <laughs> the Witcher was was like it's so such a vast and interesting game, but like your mechanics are pretty limited. Like when it gets to GTA and you have like rocket launchers and multiplayer and you know guns and cars and stuff, it just gets a little. It gets a, like really complex and it it becomes less fun because there's just almost too much to do. So I'm hoping that Cyberpunk 2077 is not that, but. Um, We'll see. Either way, they said they were going to push it back so they could finish the polish on it, which means that their developers are probably working like, you know, 100-hour weeks, which sucks. They call it the crunch, and that's no fun. But hopefully it'll be a great game and worth all the work. Yep. I hope. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, yeah. Enough. Joe also covered the next story that I had in here, uh, which was basically that uh, the as of literally like yesterday, the, the most recent article that came out, and I think Hollywood Reporter had mentioned it uh there's also some articles on fan fandom wire and i think one other site i had here was cheatsheet.com where essentially now the star the skywalker the skywalker series is you know complete uh they're gonna disney's moving on to the next thing slated for 2020 2021 2022 it definitely will be this year uh most likely it's gonna be 2022 the next release release date but word on the street is it's gonna be kotor which is taking place 4,000 years ago at the height of the, uh, the the Old Republic. So that's really pretty cool. And um, I think they can tie a lot in there and they can bring a lot from that era um, back into the, the light. And a lot of that stuff has been can- canonized, hmm. like some of the Darths and the Siths and the Revan and that kind of stuff. So um, I'm super stoked about that. I would love for that time period. But were you guys excited seeing that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd like some KOTOR. Uh, always been a big fan. It's always been kind of... It's just so different that sometimes it kind of loses me a little bit. But, I mean, yeah. at the same time, like, I mean, seeing, like, some of the stuff that, like, the Mandalorians wore and stuff like that and some mm-hmm. of this, you know, I don't know. It was kind of, I'm kind of hit or miss with it. Like, if the content's really cool and, like, really just upbeat or whatever, I'm kind of about it. But then I'm like, I don't know any of these people or any of these names or anything. It's but, it's some of the best Star Wars, for sure, KOTOR is. Just because I always loved the games even though i never got very far into it never had the computer that could really handle it but the parts i did i really enjoyed so yeah but it, it yeah. could be an amazing you know movie series or trilogy or however the hell they want to do that but like that, well, they that, could, that has a lot sorry. of opportunity no you're good i was gonna say they could really have like a, a lot of free reign to to how they develop the story which i think will put fans in a, a really cool frenzy because, you know, obviously, yeah, there's probably going to be, like, some consistencies with what we know in the Star Wars universe, but they can also have a lot of fun with it, too, you know? Yeah. So maybe maybe they'll we'll go into it not knowing what to expect or, you know, not trying to... Uh, you know, wish that we know what's what's going to happen in 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 the the episodes that we've 
recently seen and things of that nature. So maybe there won't be much fan disappointment unless they just make a really shitty movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think there any of them are going to be any worse than what we saw with Last Jedi in this trilogy. I think this trilogy was slapped together, and I think they got their asses handed to them a couple times. I mean, each movie topped a billion dollars, okay? So let's just not say that they were ever unsuccessful, but they could have done better if it would have, I don't know, pandered to the fans more, if they would have, you know, not... They would have had more of a plan orchestrated rather than you do this, we'll fire this guy, and now JJ's back, and that kind of stuff. I mean, it all kind of made it pretty haphazard, but I think that they've learned a lot. So I'm yeah. excited for the future of Star Wars. Plus, they have Disney+. Plus. Absolutely. Plus, they got Plus. So, plus, they got Plus. So all about that. <laughs> all right. All about the Plus. Yeah. So the last, the last thing I have, and if you guys, we can go on to anything else you want to talk about after this, and I don't know how much time you need to spend on this, because last man, you and I briefly talked about this Carlin, Carlin, Colin Trevero leaked script that came out, um, and it came out a few weeks ago, I guess. But this essentially, Ryan, was the the first script for Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So okay. would it would have been called the Duel of Fates? That was the title for this script, if this is in fact real. But um, Slash Film Colliders, a whole bunch of folks have been reporting that this is actually a real thing that they have seen. So I just wanted to hit it, hit on it real briefly to see if you had any questions or if you had any thoughts on it. Because reading through this, this movie is a whole lot different than Episode Nine actually turned out. And I don't know if that made you, Ryan, like excited, if it made you sad, if you really liked Episode Nine, or if you wanted these things to kind of play out differently as they did here. Um, I, I mean, personally, I, I took it. I took Episode Nine. I mean, I saw it twice. Um, I think, and I know you guys haven't, uh, had me give my full review on, on actually watching it, but I, I felt, go ahead and talk about it a little bit if you want to. Uh, yeah, no, I, I felt like there was at least some justice done in the mm-hmm. way that things ended. I think we talked about it after we saw the movie together and the whole life, force giving up i think to to kind of save ray in in that sense uh was really spectacular really beautiful um the way she took on at the end where where both luke and leia were were kind of ghost form i thought was really very cool being that ben was half skywalker um i thought really paid tribute to rise of the skywalker so you know how they finished it is really I mean that's the final product that's that's what we got what whatever came before that whatever the ideas were you know scripts get slashed and cut up all the time sure you know uh Mitch Hedberg said it best I'm just gonna say this because he really did say it best he said uh I wrote a script once and I gave it to a guy that reads scripts and he read it and he gave it back to me and he says I need to rewrite it he said fuck that I'll just make a copy so, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of, it, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day. Like, we can't go back. And if they yeah. want to, you know, slice it, dice it. I mean, that's that's one of the, the hardest things to deal with, I think, in this uh, modern era of 2020. We have all this information, all this access to all these different things. We all formulate plots. We all formulate ideas on what we want to have happen. I tell you this right now. And I hope I inspire somebody. If you want something to happen, 
differently in a movie trilogy or whatever, go out there and be a producer. Go out there and write fucking scripts. Don't just sit there and bitch about it on the internet. That's all I have to say. Yeah, but I can reach yeah. the internet. <laughs> it's like right here. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I then think put a script on the internet and fucking send it, and then hopefully somebody will pick it up. Yeah, it's a lot of words. <laughs> I See what know. I. <laughs> what I think about this one is that because you've heard things now, like any movie, like you can take, you know, and it, maybe it's not as, as deep as this, but um, or significant, but it's like you know, pulp, there were there were three different script versions of Pulp Fiction, and the one that we saw was the last one, and you know, there's always these like, little fan tropey like yeah trivia type things, exactly. And I think this is what this will turn into this story. the 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 thing I'm most fascinated by is that understanding what this original script was are they going to lift and shift or will they borrow any ideas off of this because some of it had some validity and some of it i think made a better trilogy than what we what we actually got now what what you're saying is completely valid you can say this was the best script that was a terrible script i hated this i love that whatever not going to change anything and even if I did become a producer, Ryan, I'm still not gonna be able to write the next Star Wars movie, which is fine. Nor I. I mean, I don't. I won't say never, but <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I just I think that the like the the nerd, the geek, the canon junkie in me is like, all right, let's see what happens here. So ten years from now, when they're making episode fifteen, you're be like, oh, see, they they pulled it right out of that script, and yada yada yada. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I I think is interesting. Plus. I just want more Star Wars in my life. I like I like learning about what it could have been like, even if it never comes to fruition. Yeah. Well, and the conspiracy theorist in me also says that they put stuff like this out there so that people can talk about it, and then they go through and they comb, and they find what people start talking about the most, and then they find little juicy nuggets of mm-hmm. pop culture to throw it in there so that 10 years from now when that movie comes out, they'll be like, holy shit, I talked about this 10 years ago, and everybody feels validated. So there mm-hmm. it is. Sorry. Yeah, that's certainly a piece of it. No, that's certainly a piece of it. So I, I, I'm and chemtrails are controlling people's minds. Sometimes. I didn't. I mean, see that's that. <laughs> that's factually accurate. I'm just reading you know into that. it, man. <laughs> no, that's legit. Um, so okay, well, we don't right. talk. <laughs> we don't have to beat this to a pulp. We don't need to, but <laughs> we're not uh, we turning can. this into a conspiracy theorist podcast. That's a I mean, we, totally we can different segment. <laughs> Only towards Star Wars movies, okay? Conspiracies against Star Wars? That too. Okay, that's fine. Well, I think we're going to go into a, a bit of a Star Wars slump, I believe. I mean, we've got Mandalorian that comes out in the fall of this year. But, Baby Yoda. Um, yeah. Baby Yoda's <laughs> coming back. Don't worry. You know the Witcher's not coming back until 2021? I that's did crazy. hear that. I did yeah, hear that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. That's brutal. But good for I, but Henry Cavill. I, I, just, and- I just want to throw this out there. I follow about five or six baby yoda meme groups i can <laughs> right tell now. ryan we, yeah. i know i can't anybody on the craft brews and geek news facebook page i'm so sorry like everything that i post seems to be about baby yoda but i can't yeah, the help good news, it i've made my own is, memes i can't help it right the good news is you started making your own because there's just not enough baby yoda memes on there's the internet, not enough so. in the world that makes sense thank god for this that. is true yep i'm seeing repeats yeah. now i was like i got i was literally laying in bed when i was like I need to keep my mind off shit. What can I do? And I was like, oh, I'm going to make a Baby Yoda meme. And then, <laughs> so I found the picture. I was like, 
what can I make this? And I'm like, and I think I posted it to the group, and it was like, when you find your socks in the dark, when you find a matching pair of socks in the dark. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so good. So good. He did kill it, though. Baby Yoda is so popular, they're making him at Build-A-Bears now. So good for Baby Yoda. It's, I mean, he's he is like the Pikachu of the Star Wars universe. You know, he's killing it right now. He's killing Pika it. Pika I mean, that inanimate object is killing it. Some could say Yoda was the Pikachu of Star Wars universe, but yeah, <laughs> I mean the the little version of the little guy. Yeah, it's, that checks out. I so. got you, buddy. Well, yeah. All right. Well, so that's that's all we need to talk about in terms of the um, the actual you know links and everything else that i had in terms of the leaked script and everything else that's going on in the world of geek news did you guys have anything else to talk about it for geek news section it can be pretty light tonight i know we typically rush through it um me and me and lostman ryan have been knocking out hour hour 15 long episodes i don't know why but they they've been going very long so thank you everybody to be hanging in there with us oh i see what it's like i get back on the podcast <laughs> we want to make it as short as possible okay <laughs> Thank you for that, ladies, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'll go ahead and say that. No, um, I can tell you. So I have a really cool thing coming up February 8th and February 9th. Um, if you guys remember last year, uh, we did a really cool uh, interview with a good brewer, friend of our friend of the show, Jason. And it was in regards to uh, Florida's best. So um, this year coming up. February 8th and 9th, I'm going to be stewarding the event again. I am not Cicerone certified, so I can't be a beer judge. But at Flying Boat Brewing over in St. Pete, they have uh, Florida's Best where I don't know how many entries are going to come in this year. I don't know how many breweries have closed, opened up, or anything like that in Florida. But um, f- all the craft beer breweries in, in Florida are going to be sending their, their best beer uh, in multiples of three or four to be Is judged. Is it just Florida? Yeah, it's just Florida. It's just Florida's best. And um, I'll be stewarding the event on that Saturday morning and that Sunday afternoon with hopes again to walk into a refrigerator full of beer uh, (laughs) to try. So um, it was a really neat experience last year. I got to meet a lot of brewers, a lot of uh, different Cicerone-certified uh, taste testers that help qualify these beers to move on to the next round to ultimately determine determine uh, who gets a medal in each category, whether it be a Pilsner, IPA, Stout, Belgium, uh, Wit Beer, uh, you know, all the different types. So I look forward to that. I'm doing that uh, February 8th, February 9th, but so will so many other people, and it's just it's just really neat to to be part of an experience like that. So figured i'd go ahead and share that on the cast because that's coming i i think that's fantastic yeah and and the fact that you got to go back again you didn't make a fool yourself nope (laughs) i didn't make a fool of myself i helped clean up like a like a gentleman and a scholar as as some people say and um reached out to the proper channels of 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 people and got re-registered to to be a steward so I told really you not to wear those clown shoes, dude. Like I <laughs> <laughs> hey, I last year I mopped the entire back area of Coppertail, okay? So uh, I did see this other guy like trying to, and I was like, give me that. <laughs> you, don't know <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. 
Do you even mop, bro? <laughs> he did Do not. Do you even mop, mop he, bro? <laughs> he did not mop at all. <laughs> it's like, I've worked at a bar before. Give me that. <laughs> yeah. I want to get done to with it. this so I can get to the beer. Hurry up. <laughs> well, the um, so the other fun thing about what's coming up, at least on our slate, is Florida Craft Beer Day again, uh, the yeah. 15th. So we'll be oh, there, man. and we'll do another live show. We probably won't offer the call-in line unless everybody wants to call in. Then maybe we can reschedule or re- rework the agenda to do that. But we have a couple guests lined up, at least one guest that I know I'm, I'm looking forward to. And I'm more excited. I mean, I'm always excited to have guests on the show, but I'm also very excited to host it at this event and um, host it at this venue, excuse me. We're going to try and, and be at somewhere really special and local in uh, Dunedin here close to the close to the um the bay the Tampa bay area so i will keep everybody updated on that i'm not releasing the detail of it but we're still going to be on the 15th of february which this week or this this year boys is a saturday so i'm super stoked about that because then we get to actually enjoy the night and it's not on a thursday or a tuesday or whatever like it has been for the last four or five years so i'm very excited very excited looking forward to more details about that yeah yeah Hopefully it works out, and I'm sure it will. Oh, and we'll have we'll have like I said a surprise list of folks out there that I think will be very fun. So um, should be a good time. But um, we can we can call it. You guys got anything else? Any other news? Anything you want to talk about? Well, uh, go. Yeah. I no, I got nothing. I mean, I just I was gonna say I was gonna confess to everyone that uh, you know the Witcher man on uh, on Netflix is is really good. <laughs> Wow, and see that that came around from a I'm not sure yep. I like it. I'm not going to watch anymore to a really good. To anybody who's thinking about it and to anybody who's into Game of Thrones in the slightest, I feel like it's almost a more accessible Game of Thrones, which is crazy because I know I was one of the biggest haters on it. So if you're thinking about it and you like that sort of lore, if you've ever played Skyrim and enjoyed it, you pretty much are a shoo-in. You might want to give it a shot. Again, it's on Netflix, so pretty much everyone has it. So just look into it. But that's the only thing I would like to plug because it's. I'm actually uh, kind of falling for the series. So um, I'm actually yeah. falling for it so hard. I probably will play the game. Yes, yes. It's a good. It's a good show. It takes. It takes a couple episodes to get into it. You've got to. They give throw a lot of lore at you. Yep. I well, say give it four. I say give it once you get past the fourth one, which is halfway through the series. But, well, I say once you get past the fourth one, you're you're on a you're on a straight and narrow. But it's not the 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 type of lore that you'd see in like Lord of the Rings. Like Lord of the Rings was like, oh, you got to learn this town, then you got to know about this guy, and then you got to. Yeah. This is literally you could just delete all the names and go. All right, I'm here for some a little bit of blood, a little bit of guts, a little bit of you know yeah. magic and whatnot, a little bit of fighting. You can delete all it the really, names and just go. You know what? All right, this is kind of cool. Just to watch. Yeah, it it's takes fun. It only takes place in like three areas. Like really, there's not yep. many towns in a lot of different places. Now, like the more complex thing is the timeline. So that will throw some people because the timeline jumps without telling you across about fifteen to twenty, even thirty years. I think by the end of it, it's been about thirty years that you've been following these characters. But um, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild. It's 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 definitely crazy. So it's um, good. Time. But the swordplay, yeah. the swordplay is incredible and that's what i loved about the game even though the, the mechanics of the how the the game controls are kind of odd but the 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 cut scenes and the fighting scenes and the actual sword fights which is what most of the show is is just awesome and Geralt is this cool dude so <laughs> yep 
I need I, I need like I need to watch it. I've I've watched Six Underground like three times just because. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that movie yet, but no, no. I need to go. I need to watch the uh, the Witcher episodes. So I'm you haven't seen that. one. I saw one, and it takes I, a minute. It takes I a minute. Just, well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I just, you know, it's hard for me to get into some shows, and uh, I'll agree. Yep. You know. So I just kind of put it like I'm gonna get to this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it takes it takes a while, but it is good. It's really good. So like a super laser. I'll give it takes that. a while. <laughs> All I right, got, I got one. I got one giggle. Okay. <laughs> it takes. I I understand. Okay, whatever. Anyways, it's a moon all right. Thank you. It's a moon we're moon we're wrapping things up now. All right, we'll do it live. All right, so. Um, everybody, as Ryan mentioned, you can find us on the Facebook group, Crap Brews and Geek News. You can leave a comment or um, a, a post there for us. We'll all sift through it and have some great dialogue. We have some new folks to the group that are really posting a lot, and we're really, I think that group has taken off for what it is besides Ryan's uh, dumpster fire of y- y- Baby Yoda Baby memes. Baby Yoda memes, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but I've posted some of my own, so it's okay. No, it's fine. All right, that's that's fine. <laughs> but it is a good. To. There's a lot of there's a lot of dialogue there. There's a lot of beer news and there's a lot of geek news. Like it's it's exactly what I thought it would be, and people are using it just as we all thought they would. So I think that's fantastic. But again, find us there. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Brewmasters Club on um, YouTube and a couple other Instagram. I think it's it's Craft Brews Geek News. So look us up there. We put a lot of these episodes on YouTube so you can watch them or listen to them however you'd like to. We also have some videos that go up every now and again with different geeky stuff and some beer reviews and beer fest and all sorts of stuff. So check us out there. Um, boys, where can they find you? Hey, I <laughs> can be found on Twitter at Mr. Lost Man. Trying to post more. Always, always trying to post more. But I am posting more. So... I guess that's that is working. good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep posting away, my friend. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at broodboy813 or Twitter at broodboy813. Um, not on there as much as Last Man is. Uh, <laughs> but I am, or or you can find me constantly posting Baby Yoda memes onto our Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook <laughs> And much, page. much more. And much, much more. Uh, I posted something today that was actually really interesting. If I'm, or maybe it was yesterday. I can't remember. All the days blur together. Um, what a tease! <laughs> yeah, but um, also be looking for the uh, segment that I I plugged earlier, which will be the strength perspective. I think it'll be a really cool enlightening thing. Uh, if you don't like it, just keep staying tuned to our normal podcasting segments. So, I'll just say that. <laughs> normal scheduled programming? Yeah, the normal scheduled programming, exactly. So, But uh, it's really good to be back on the podcast with you guys. I have missed it. Um, just didn't have the energy for it, and now I do, and I'm back with vengeance. All right. We missed you, too. I'm sure all the good peeps out there did as well. All right. Everybody, have a good night. We love you out there. As we say at the end of every podcast, Mr. Rye Guy. In the words of the great Clint Eastwood, improvise, adapt, and overcome. That's it, folks. Good night. (laughs) I've had nothing to do with this show, if you guys want to. Nope. No. (laughs) Nothing to do. (laughs) If you guys want to go back to that, you can. 
You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.